to Harvest Australia podcast. We trust you will be blessed by this message from Senior Leader Marty Manuel. So thanks for coming. And, um, you know, one of the interesting things, the stage we're at as a, as a church and the stage we're at as leaders is... Um, it's kind of exciting that God's brought together a whole heap of things, a whole heap of people. And, um, and we feel like this year um, is a year where we can really share uh, safely and openly. Uh, and ultimately, a lot of you guys, and particularly Wednesday Night Crew and you guys who are here tonight, are actually uh, some of the key ones uh, who will actually carry this culture and carry some of the things that God's um, showing us, and it's just the way it happens in in churches, just like in footy clubs and you know any sorts of clubs. You you always have a certain group who are really active, actively participating. Whether in they can always be at everything, it doesn't really matter. But actively participating in the vision of the organisation, and that's really what we want to speak into tonight. Is your hearts, and we thank you for being here. It would have been terrible if no one came. Um, so. It's great to have you, and maybe I'll pray before we get into it, and then we'll just get rolling. So, Lord, we thank you for tonight. We ask that you would be present with us, that you would share your heart, Father, through us. And we pray that you would speak, that your truth would be heard, and, Lord, that your heartbeat for Harvest Australia Church would resonate tonight. Everything that you want said, everything that your heart aches for, for us as your people this year in 2017, we pray a release of tonight. We pray blessing on each and every one and those who couldn't be here as well in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, I'll just sort of, yeah, I'll just sort of open up and we're going to just tag team it. So, you know, if, if, if we just jump back and forth a little bit, just bear with us. That's how we'll go. So, um, yeah, let me just share about some of the practical things, right? Um, so on a really practical level, um, it's always good to hear, okay, is there anything going to be different? Um, I, I've, um, you know, had a whole lot of people asking, what paint colour is the church going to be this year? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one has asked that. But we're not changing it, okay? I, I think we'll keep it for another 12 months. But anyway... <laughs> So, from a practical point of view, we uh, really have felt, and I've talked about uh, doing a finance seminar and, and some of those things, and, and so Karen is going to do a wellness seminar, one or two this year, and I'm going to do a wealth seminar, I've called it wealth seminar, so I'll let Karen share about hers in a sec, but I just want to explain what that is, because I, I really feel, and it's, you know, it's been, you know, this is our eighth year now, it's been quite a long time. And I've been brewing on some things of how do we, as the body of Christ, how do we function in an environment where money and wealth is a huge part of our lives, whether we like it or not, and how do we do it well? Because we can't just ignore it, can we? And so, um, and the fact of life is, you know, a lot of us, um, you know, we're in that realm where God's given us influence and given us abilities. And so what I want to do is just stretch some of that and show some of the things that I've learned about stocks and shares and gold and investing and property and that sort of thing. And so get really practical on how to do some of these things and hopefully give some real keys to, to our whole community on 
um, encouraging Christians and non-Christians, but mainly Christians, be really, really good builders of wealth. And so that's something that, that I'm working on now. I've you know, nearly finished it, and so we'll give you some dates uh, in the next month or two. We're just firming up some of those dates. Um, missions has been something that we've done just about every year a big trip this year we haven't necessarily felt felt to do a big trip you know we may you know do one later in the year but ultimately one of the things that Karen and I have just felt as we've been preparing for some of this stuff is for some local missions some local missions in this community and our community and so we want to explore some of that where the whole body can get involved it doesn't just have to be uh, supernatural school people or certain groups of people where the whole body can jump on to some maybe out reaches or community connection type things where we can um, have missions focus in our local area and so give me a wave if you're okay with that that's good all right we talked about missions this year and we felt we've been doing missions for the last three or four years Ryan yeah amazing missions trips and this year we were talking we were just asking the Lord what is your heart for this year and we didn't feel a release to be heading, you know, maybe to the same places that we've been before, but we did feel God's heart for our community. And it's a bit of a love project this year of reaching those in our community, reaching those in our area, reaching those in our neighbourhood, in, in our school community, and just really seeing it as a mission of love to our community. So we'll share probably more on that in the coming time. But I just wanted to say for just one little second that I'm really happy to be here tonight. Thank you. One really, really big new thing for me this year is being here. <laughs> it's been three years since I've actually stood up and shared and um, I've been looking forward to this time with some um, apprehension also, but looking forward to this time and I'm just so grateful to God for your love and your prayers and your support over the past few years and... Um, we just, we just know we've been carried, carried on, on the love of, of you and the love of people around us and your prayers, and it's meant the world to us. So, so that's one more thing I'll just throw on the list right there, <laughs> that um, I'm really excited to be stepping back into things this year alongside Marty and together just seeing what God does in that. But it's, um, it's an exciting, um, fresh beginning in a lot of ways. So, Yeah. Um. One uh, couple of other things. A supernatural School will give you some information about in the next week or two. So I'll, I'll leave that. But we've revamped it, recharged it, refired it, repackaged it, and all the other re-things you can think of. But it's going to be really good this year. It's, it's slightly uh, shorter version each term, uh, punchier. Uh, but it's going to really, really be fantastic. And so we'll keep, keep you posted in the next week or two just with our final things. And Ryan yes. has actually got some amazing things for each term coming up. Like yes. really, they are. They really have the touch of God on them mm. and it's quite exciting. Um, and to really see it as a supernatural school of leadership in a lot of ways. So um, yeah. are you happy if I just throw some things in every sure. now and then? Sure. Is, is that working? Yes. or <laughs> Just got to check. It's been a while. <laughs> done all right should i take a seat no i didn't know whether you want to say something no no you can go okay you can go. i love you <laughs> all right it's throwing me a little bit but anyway so we um we like we've done in the last 
you know, really since we've started, one of the things we've loved doing is connecting with other leaders. And this year we've had an opportunity to um, connect with more with uh, Peter McHugh, Stairway, and, and he is uh, helping connect with a lot of other pastors from all over Australia. Um, and so we're going to spend a couple of days in March over with a lot of those guys and uh, continue to grow what God's building. Um, hopefully we'll have Peter out again, um, maybe on a Sunday or a Wednesday or something to... to to teach and train again this year. But, um, but you know, we, we really love what God's doing in the body of Christ. He's merging so many streams together. He's blending. He's just thrown every stream in a blender and pressed play. And, and you, just, you just can't tell who's who anymore in the zoo uh, because, you know, one minute someone's here and the next minute they're there. And it's like, wow, mixing anointings. So it's really good. It's healthy. It's good. And we're doing the same thing and it's good for us. Um, and so... Um, yeah, you never know who's going to be here on Sunday. We're, we're getting some offers for really interesting people who are, you know, just really exciting, but they're not necessarily in our box, but that's okay. And so get ready for that, okay? Um, and we'll give you a warning, but what I'm saying is, is it, you know, it doesn't just have to be people from exactly our little creek. Do you know what I mean? We want to learn what God's doing apostolically in the body and still with people who love the presence of God, who love the kingdom and love family and all that sort of stuff, but exploring what we can learn from some of these other realms. So that's, you know, what we're certainly exploring and we're going to do that in a greater way this year. So just back to the seminars for this year, mm. Marty mentioned that um, we've thought about this for the last couple of years, I think, about just running some um, seminar-style sessions, maybe a Saturday morning or something, um, at breakfast or something like that. Um, but Marty um, has an incredible anointing on on finance and an incredible anointing on wealth and I'll be honest and I shared this with our leaders the other week when we first got married he would give away everything we had <laughs> he would empty our bank account and he would just he learned how to give from a younger age and really encouraged me and inspired me in that area I learned how to save really well when I was growing up <laughs> and he actually grew up with an incredibly generous heart and from that God has entrusted him with a lot and there is a lot of um, um, just insight and wisdom on finance and how to see that um, multiply and to release prosperity through generosity, um, which I think will be amazing. And I am really keen to run a wellness seminar this year. That's my little my little thing. <laughs> so I'm really passionate about that, and I've seen firsthand um, the impact of health and wellness and nutrition on my life, and the difference that it makes to everything. It affects every area of your life. When you're healthy and strong, it's wonderful. <laughs> so. I'm looking forward to running a, um, a wellness one. And we're also looking at doing um, another seminar on something that really has been significant for us, and that's on marriage and also on healthy relationship. And really, um, when we went to Germany, um, God just, he just changed and rearranged so much in our hearts and in our lives. And um, really... Going through burnout was the hardest thing I've ever been through, and I pray no one ever has to go through that. Um, through that, though, the Lord has brought amazing things out of that. And one thing that in Germany they're really, really big on is marriage. Because if we can have healthy marriages, 
we have healthy families and healthy children. And then if we have healthy families, we have healthy community. But marriage is something that the enemy goes after, but it's something that God is passionate about in covenant as reflection of, of his covenant. And so we would, we would love to run a, a seminar on that this year. And um, we've learned truckloads, haven't we, babe? Yeah. So yes, yes, we have. So, <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to add that in there about seminars um, on the practical side of things. So that's good. Yeah. Um, we are recording tonight too, so we'll throw it up on our YouTube channel if you want to just try and, you know, go and get some reference points. We thought that was probably easier than um, some other methods, so we're DVDing it um, for those who can't be here as well to, to catch up and just hear some of this stuff. Um, okay, this is talking more about some of the spiritual aspects uh, that we've really felt. Um, it's always interesting because, you know, we're such a diverse group and you know large group of people and and sharing certain things will be really apt for some and not quite as relevant for others but these are the things that we felt over us as a church family um and and one of the things that probably the strongest thing that came through to me is each of us but also our church but individually standing in our authority and luke ten nineteen, um we know that uh, jesus sent out the disciples and, uh, and he, he really commanded them, but he told them with a declaration saying, you can walk on scorpions and step on snakes. He said, I've given you all authority over the enemy. And so Luke 10, 19, it might be one that you just jot down or remember or think about this year, because when we learn our authority and we know our authority, then some of those battles become easier because where we normally may have got tripped up we now stand in our authority confidently and we say, no, that's not okay. That's not happening in my family. That's not happening to my kids. That's not happening to my husband or wife or friends or mom or dad. And we stand in our authority. We stand in the word of God and it's like concrete. And so those waves don't buffet us like they used to. So I felt that, you know, a fresh breath of authority over us as a house uh, you know, even Karen and I, we know that unity is part of a key to authority in a marriage. And it's very hard to have authority when you're not in unity. Um, but that's a whole nother ball game. But certainly standing in our authority in Christ, declaring it, decreeing it, reminding ourselves of it is such a big key. And I think it makes a big difference in a corporate family when we really know our authority. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. I think I absolutely... <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll, I'll put these two things together and then, you know, that's sort of me mainly done. But we've come through, you know, uh, we, this is our eighth year of ministry. And um, here's, the, here's the thing that I just felt gently to even say to you guys, and we could say it on a Sunday morning as well. But hey, you bought the tickets, so you get the goods. <laughs> um, that, that we've come through the other side and you guys have come through the other side. You've, isn't that nice? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to go back through that thing, right? <laughs> and it's a, it's, a pro, it's a prophetic word over you. If you receive it in your spirit, you can feel it. You've come through the other side. And, and it's amazing. And it's only just the beginning. But the, on the other side, the other side, here's the thing that I said this to James Gold last week, actually. 
And um, I said, hey, James, you might remember uh, he prophesied over Karen and I when he was here four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, and he said to us that we would be like, and he was sort of talking to us, but also talking to us, right? And so he said, we would be like the camel squeezing through the eye of the needle. Yeah. So, but first it has to be D. You know, mounted, first offloaded, squeeze through that little eye. It's tiny. It scrapes its knees on the way through. It groans and grunts and spits and everything on the way through. Comes out the other side a bit bruised and battered because it's been, you know, kicked through. Comes out the other side and it's like, finally, finally, I'm through that thing. And that's where we are. That's where we are as a house. And then he went on to say... You're going to enter a place that will... You finish it. You know it better than I do. No, no, it's good. And he said that we would come into a place where we feel so free that we almost wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. And do you remember when he said that and we were like, really, that's not possible? Is that possible? I don't know if that's possible. (laughs) But it's true. We do. We feel like that now. We feel so much peace and so much rest in him, in our lives and in us. That is actually quite amazing. Yeah, and it, it, if there's one thing we, I know, I reckon I say if there's one thing that's important <laughs> every week. Yeah. But if there's really one thing <laughs> that we quote to ourselves all the time, and you watch, when I tell you this, you're going to see it everywhere you look, every church, every group or whatever else. What reigns on the head reigns on the body. And I'm not saying we're the kings and queens and all this sort of stuff, but for some reason, God has uh, an authority structure and he has a leadership structure that he honours and he loves and he uses. And we know that we as a house have gone through the eye of the needle. We know you guys have been on journeys. You guys have been through interesting times and struggles and faith journeys and you've stood and you've, you've come through as well. Uh, but here's the good news, you know, uh, what reigns on the head reigns on the body. And we are entering, we've entered through, through Germany, through God's chastising, <laughs> through everything else, we've, we've entered into a time of peace. Yeah. And we give that to you. Yeah. We give that to you. You can re- receive it. See, you can tell a Jew, he receives <laughs> the shalom, right? Woo-hoo. He knows it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And and receive it by faith because we give it to you. And even when we want to share on marriage and and wealth and some of this stuff, it's not because we want to set ourselves up or anything. It's for the family to receive the blessing. What reigns on the head reigns on the the body. And we want to give you wealth. Man, I thought I'd I'd have like cheering and chanting. It's the middle of the week, of course, of course. (laughs) But we, we, want, we actually believe that's a spiritual principle, that we, we want what reigns on us. If there be anything good and whatever he's shown us, we want to give it to you guys. We want to absolutely let it pour out upon you guys. And a lot of what we've learned, we've learned through challenge and we've learned through difficulty and we've, we've learned through the hard times. And it's interesting because we've really seen that when you walk through the valley or when you walk through a difficult season, when you gain victory in that, when you come out the other side and when you see victory in that area, 
God gives you authority to release that blessing into other people's lives. So when you see people sharing on certain things, um, it often means they've walked through certain things <laughs> to get to where they are. And uh, we know that's true for us in, in, in you know, many areas, but it's then such a joy and a privilege to give that away. Um, so it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, we want to, at the end, we want to really begin that process of releasing that over us as a church family. And, um, you know, <clears throat> we're all at different stages, but we've got some things that, you know, specifically Karen felt and we'll just share. And then we just want to lay hands on anyone who wants to and we want to release that blessing, release that, um, you know, whatever it is that your heart's um, seeking the Lord for. So I'll let Karen share some of those specific things. Okay. I've got a few things written down here. You'll probably notice with me that I sort of like flow here and then a little bit there. And so but I hope that's okay. I hope you, you'll stick with that and that, that'll be fun. But um, basically, I sat down and just asked the Lord for things at the beginning of the year. Um, and I asked him for, I just asked him for his heart um, for, for myself for this year. And I asked him, I asked the Lord for a word over my life and, and for our lives and our kids. And I asked the Lord for his heart over all of us as a body and as a church family. So I've got a little list thing going on. So if you guys are all right, I'm just going to read them out and just share just really briefly on each thing. Um, I didn't count up how many points there are, so I can't say I've got this many points to give you, so I'm just going to go with it. So um, the first thing is one for me that is something that God just whispered to me in the car one day while I was driving, and I'm like, this is so good. I'm going to meditate on this all year, and this is something that um, from my heart I've really latched onto, but I really feel that it's for all of us, and I felt the Lord say that it's a year of greater is he that is in me. It's a year of greater is he. And there is, there, I feel like there's just so much in that one little verse in 1 John 4, 4. There is so much in that. I feel like I could just meditate on that and dwell on that and just talk to the Lord about that and, and let that grow inside until that one word becomes us, until that seed grows in us and becomes bigger than who we are and a year that greater is he greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world greater is he that is in me than this thing that I'm facing or that thing that I'm facing or this difficulty that I'm walking through greater is he than anything else that I see and I just feel that that's something this year for all of us, a promise of the Lord in our hearts just to cherish and hold on to and really stand in and to stamp our ground with when we face things. And, you know, I have to do this a lot. And, and Marty knows that. Like, I come to him all the time, pray for me, pray for me, help me. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. But it's true. Like, there are promises like this that carry authority that release breakthrough. So a year of greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And the next one just flows on from that. And I felt the Lord say it's a year of breakthrough. And I feel like the Lord's saying in that that it's a year where those of us who have been contending for things 
and praying for things and holding on to certain promises and even at times wondering whether they will even come to pass. I feel the Lord saying that this is a year of breakthrough, a year of seeing fulfillment of promises, a year of seeing breakthrough and victory in areas where we maybe haven't seen breakthrough and victory in. And we've been wondering and, you know, I've walked through my journey and there were times, there were many, many times where I'm like, Lord, where are you? Like, we're meant to see miracles, (laughs) instant healings, instant this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Lord, where are you? But I feel there are seasons where the Lord allows us to walk through that. And I know he allowed me to walk through that, to learn and to grow in so many ways. But it's also there are seasons where the breakthrough comes. And, you know, it's that verse of, you know, though it tarries, (laughs) when it comes, it will come quickly. And um, I just feel this year is going to be a year of, of breakthrough especially for those who have been contending for breakthrough in certain areas. And, and I also just sensed in that when I was talking to the Lord that it's not something of like, oh, okay, now we can just sort of sit and wait for the breakthrough. It's like, no, let's contend for it and let's continue to, to really press into his heart for that um, because he is just wonderful and he loves, he loves when we come to him and, when we, and we grow strong in those seasons. Hey, I'm just going to jump in. Can I jump in? Yeah. Um, (laughs) There was a voice. (laughs) She she did it to me. But um, just really quickly, one of the things I forgot in the practical, see my head's thinking of practical things, right? Ryan is going to be leading a weekly prayer meeting during the uh, school terms. Um, And so uh, we're going to do it at 8.30 to 9.30, aren't we? on Tuesday mornings. That's that's still good for the time slot. We're just still firming that up. So we'll give you notice of when we're going to start, whether it's next week or the week after, but it'll, it'll be soon. And so, yeah, we want to continue letting prayer rise up during the week. If you're a prayer or even if you're not, come along and uh, and stir the waters of prayer with us. And, you know, it's it's exciting doing that and having that fresh, fresh approach this year. So that's just something yeah. to keep in mind. Hooray. <laughs> Um, the next thing um, that I felt was that it's a year of, of fresh beginning, of new beginning um, for, for many people. And I felt the Lord saying that there is fresh vision for a new season. And that as we just um, ask him that he just loves to share his heart and he loves to share, um, you know, who he is with us. And I just, I, I've, I'm excited that in that, that there is, there is something fresh on this year for each and every one of us. And I just feel that it's, it's like ready for us to take hold of. You know what I mean? And, and there can be a hesitancy. And um, I think, I know for me personally, when you go through a year that's really, really hard, or when you go through a few years that have been really, really hard, it can be, um, it can be a challenge to actually then step into the fresh things of God and the new things of God. It can actually be easier to step back than forward. <laughs> and I just really sense from the Lord that he's just like standing there ready and hungry. And when he's like, come on, come on, there's, there's exciting things, there's fresh things ahead. And, and I really feel that the Lord has, for those who are hungry for it, fresh vision for a new season um, in your life. The next thing is from Isaiah 54. I love Isaiah 54. It is filled, for me, it is filled with treasure. 
I absolutely love it. When I, um, when, when I first was in Germany um, and we were heading there the very first time, we went there twice. The first time we went there, I was like, <laughs> Jesus, speak to me. I just, I need to hear your voice. I need to hear your voice in the midst of what I'm walking through and what I'm going through right now. And, and um, I just you know, I was walking through so much brokenness. I, I needed him. I just needed his heart. I needed his voice. And, and I felt the Lord speak to me from Isaiah 54. And it's about halfway down um, Isaiah 54. And he says, I will rebuild you. And I will rebuild you with jewels and, and precious gemstones. And and I was like, wow, thank you, God. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> the interesting thing was, God did begin to rebuild my life when we were there. And then through these past years. And the precious jewels and the gemstones were the precious people that poured love into my life. And I began to see when the Lord said to me, I will rebuild you with jewels and precious gems. That he began to rebuild my life through the love of others. He sees us as jewels. He sees us as precious treasure. And Isaiah 54, I mean, it's got so much in there. But in the beginning of Isaiah 54, and the Lord spoke to me about this for this beginning of this year, it talks about um, stretching your tent pegs wide, you know, stretching your curtains out and, and lengthening your cords and, you know, get ready and enlarge the tent and enlarge the dwelling place. And, and then it says, do not hold back. And I felt the Lord begin to speak to me about you know, preparing, preparing myself to, to not hold back. And I, I kind of like to just, <laughs> ah, I'm happy here, <laughs> but to not hold back. And um, in that, I felt the Lord saying, it's a year to begin to step out and explore. And it actually ties into what we were talking about today. And, and I was actually talking to Jenny and Brian a little bit earlier. And God reminded us that many, many years ago, he said to us, You will lead these people to inherit the land that I swore to their forefathers to give them, from Joshua chapter 1. And it's just been something that's marked my heart for such a long time. And um, I've read Joshua, and God used to just use that to encourage me to be strong and courageous. If you read Joshua chapter 1, like the Lord says to Joshua so many times, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And he, he commands Joshua, you know, be strong. And um, it's interesting because in that promise that the Lord said, you know, you will lead these people, it's like, wow, that's amazing. <sighs> but you need strength and courage to walk through the battles like Joshua did to get to the promised land. You know, they didn't just get to walk into the promised land and have a lovely party and then settle there. They had many, many battles to walk through before they actually got to a place of peace and before they got to a place where they could really find rest and dwell and rebuild and flourish and enjoy what the Lord had given them. Um, and we really feel that we've come to that place now as a church body and as a family. And, you know, it takes strength and courage to respond to the call of God. It takes strength and courage to hold on to the promises of God. And sometimes it's a daily thing. But that's okay. It's a good thing. So I feel like the Lord's saying in that that we are in a place now where we've come through. We've come through the eye of the needle. We've come through the battles 
like Joshua did in the promised land and he's brought us to a land flowing with milk and honey. And I bet you when they got to that place after all those battles and the Lord said, we're done, enjoy the land. They're probably like, oh, finally. (laughs) They were probably so exhausted. (laughs) It was a long journey. It was a long journey through the wilderness. And then when they crossed the Jordan, they had more battles to fight. It wasn't like the Lord said, oh, I'm leading you out of Egypt and here you go. Boom, it's there. It it was a long journey and it took strength and it took courage. And it takes time to then adapt to the promised land and go, oh, we can breathe. We can enjoy this. But I really feel the Lord saying that, you know, it's a year where we can step out and explore And explore the goodness of God. And enjoy the goodness of God in the land of the living. Enjoy Him. Um, And that's the the next few points sort of all go together. I've got down here that it's a year to enjoy life. And a year to enjoy one another. And a year to enjoy His presence. I like that. (laughs) They're good. Thank you, Jesus. Um, We've learned ourselves in the last few years. Um, It's funny because going through burnout, there are a lot of things that then get burnt out of you. (laughs) And it's, um, you do come through different, you come through changed and praise the Lord for that. But we have learned, one thing that we have learned is that um, it's really, really good to enjoy life. Really good to enjoy life. One, one of the things they said to us in Germany was, you guys need more balance in your life. <laughs> We're like, wow, what, what does that look like? <laughs> We've sort of been all or nothing. And yeah, I have, I, I admit, I have that too. But in learning balance for us, it's looked like giving ourselves permission to enjoy our lives, to enjoy each other, to enjoy our family to actually stop and breathe. And, you know, God loves when we're pouring our life out and and responding to his call. But he also loves, like any father does, he loves when his kids are happy and when his kids are enjoying the life that he's blessed us with. When we enjoy each other, when we enjoy our family, when we enjoy the earth he created for us. Um, So I, I just, I sense that the Lord is saying it's a year to enjoy life and to enjoy one another and to even stretch our wings out to each other and just really um, enjoy being together and enjoy relationship with one another and a year to enjoy his presence. And this one is like my happy place favorite right here. (laughs) His presence is everything to me and, um, you know, his, his presence really... Without his presence, life is is just dry and empty. And we have the privilege and the honor and the blessing of having the Holy Spirit dwell and live inside of us. And it's something that even the, the, you know, the men and women throughout the Old Testament that we read about and we admire and respect, they longed for the day that we live in. (laughs) They long for what you have. They longed for it. They longed to see it, let alone experience it. And, you know, sometimes it's easy to take for granted what we have, but we are so blessed to have the Holy Spirit in us and with us and all around us. And he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And he's always on our side. He's always for us. God is for us and not against us. And he lifts us up and he strengthens us. And, and, you know, for me... 
when I worship, it is just a response to his goodness and his love. It's like that two-way exchange. It's his presence is our life. And, and for me, in that, in that one little point, for me, um, God really just began to speak to me again about the secret place and how the secret place really is our secret weapon as Christians. <laughs> the secret place really is just our one-on-one time with the Lord, that, that hidden place um, where it's just us and Him. And it's the place where we receive His strength. We exchange the difficulties of whatever we're going through for his perspective and for his promises and for his goodness. And we're empowered and encouraged and uplifted. And that secret place becomes a a, a real significant place of strengthening and um, equipping and it's, it's something that I really feel this year, and we'll, we'll you know, share on this more throughout the year, but it is a key. It really is key. And I do believe that with everything that we've been through up until this point in history and the days that are yet ahead, I believe there is a key in understanding the secret place. There is a key in understanding the secret place and cultivating that place with the Lord that is going to be significant for, for what's ahead in life. And um, it's just a joy spending time with the Lord. It is just wonderful. And the thing that I love that I, God is just so, so good. I love that the secret place for each and every one of us looks like us and him. My secret place with him isn't going to look like yours or yours like the person next to you. It's going to be unique to who we are. And I love that. I love that. It it can look like walking on the beach and talking to Jesus. It can look like, you know, driving through the countryside and and looking at the beautiful creation that's around. It can look like, you know, going for a run or it, it just, it can look like laying on my bed with my Bible and my worship on and just soaking him in. It looks like you and him. And that's what's so beautiful because he just loves when we come. He just loves when we come. And for me, I just love sitting with him with my worship on and a cup of tea and my Bible. And I love pouring my heart out to him. And I really, I really love to journal. I really love to journal. I love to write out, Lord, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm going through. But then I love to write out what he says to me. I never walk away without hearing his heart because I know I need it. His voice is the key that's going to set me free from whatever I'm going through. Um, and to really hear his voice and his perspective in my life on any given day is powerful. Um, but the secret place is our secret weapon. Um, and the next one is um, is from the Lord and maybe from me too. So, <laughs> so I've, just, I've got down here a year of health and wholeness. And yes, that is something that I am very passionate about, so I will just throw that in every now and then. But I really do feel like um, with um, what we've walked through, but I feel like what God is releasing, even on the, the earth today, there's a real revelation on, on health and wholeness and wellness that is sweeping, you know, not just the, the body of Christ, but it is there's a, an increasing awareness um, just in all people, um, and it's something that is is just key in understanding how God created us, spirit, soul, and body, 
and taking care of ourselves, spirit, soul, and body. And, um, and health and wellness is one of those things um, that I get just a little, little bit excited about. The kids keep telling me, Mum, you have too much passion on this. You need to talk to someone else. <laughs> We've heard too much. <laughs> But it's good. So anyway, we'll do some seminars on that, which is exciting. But giving ourselves permission to take care of ourselves and loving ourselves is so key. So, so key. And sometimes in religion and in church, we can get a bit, you know, focused on give, give, give and love and rah, 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 rah. And we feel guilty if we love ourselves, you know, and oh, we wouldn't want to love ourselves too much. You know, that would be extravagant and prideful and, oh, seriously. I mean, he loves us with an extravagant love that we seriously will not be able to fully comprehend this side of heaven. To give your son for people who... Well, not only, not only people that didn't even know the Lord properly, the religious people didn't even really understand the Lord's heart, but for those who killed him, who persecuted him, who hated him, to give your only son for mankind is a love that is just incredible. And his love for us is extravagant. And I think that gives us permission to love ourselves just a bit too. <laughs> um, and... Um, the last little thing that I, I have down here is, and this was actually a, a key for me in the last few years and going through a few things, is um, that it's a year of having a thankful heart. And um, for me, when I've walked through challenging times where it's really been hard to see um, the outcome, it's been hard to see the end. You know, when you're walking through a time and you're like waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel, you're like, surely it's coming now. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jesus. And, but during that time, how do you walk through that time? How do you survive that? How do you come through that? Well, for me, one of the big keys is um, learning to be thankful. And even though I couldn't see my healing at many times, and I was contending for that, and even some days wondering if I would ever get through, there were things that I learned to be thankful about in, in little portions. Lord, thank you I'm alive today. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. And thank you for my kids and my husband and my family. And thank you for the sun in the sky. Thank you for the birds on the tr in the trees. And learning the little things. I'll get a little teary. Aww. But learning to see the little things and be thankful for the little things and then beginning to realize that the little things are actually the big things. <laughs> Flips everything around. But... Um, a thankful heart and, and, a, and a thankful spirit is powerful, powerful, lifts you from here to here when our eyes, when our eyes shift. So a year of a thankful heart. And um, the last things I think I'll, um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say it, but I'll, I'll share on them another time, is um, I felt the Lord saying that it's a year where he's going to really strengthen the body of Christ. And this is for us, but I think it's really for beyond as well. There's a, a strengthening I feel the Lord doing just in, in bringing fresh revelation on who we really are as the body of Christ and who we are um, really it's that song and I can hear it in my head, you know, we are one but we are many. Such cool, such cool song. But it's true. We are many, but we actually are one. And when one gains victory, we all gain victory. 
And there is so much authority and blessing and power in our unity as being one that, that I think the Lord is going to bring an um, amazing shift of revelation in that um, and bring an incredible strength. And um, the last little point, and I shared this one with our um, staff and pastors the other week, is about learning to live with God, not just for God. And learning that it's not just about what we do for him, it's actually what we do with him. And, um, you know, our society and our culture is, we're all programmed really to produce the end result. (laughs) But God loves the relationship. We were created not so much for what we could do for him because let's be honest, before he created the world and before he created Adam and Eve, he had everything already. (laughs) He didn't need little people just to do something for him. He actually created Adam and Eve and you and me because he loves us. We were in his heart before he created us and he desired just to be with us. (laughs) Like that'll blow your mind. Like wow. So learning for me and it's actually a really big thing to learn like I'm I'm still I'm learning this that it's not so much about what I do for him and it's good what we do for him but actually what we do with him is just is is powerful and significant so there's my list I hope you caught it But we are excited about this year. We're excited about what God has ahead. And we're excited um, that it really is a fresh season in a lot of ways. And we're looking forward to, to everything that God's going to do. And um, it's going to be a good, good year. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we want to um, just allow Holy Spirit to, with his power, release things over each one of us and specifically the thing uh, Karen will share a couple of things particularly that she felt and and so we'll just try to minister to that for a moment and then we just want to lay hands on anyone who wants that for a fresh infilling for this year and you know we we do this regularly and that's just who we are and uh, because we know his presence and the Holy Spirit the person of the Holy Spirit can do things that you and I can't do And so we want to release him into our lives and our atmospheres and our pores of our skin so that he can achieve some of these things that he wants to see happen this year. We really believe he's got great things for a whole bunch of us, for a lot of us, for all of us, and he's got... He's got things for us to take hold of. The interesting thing about, just like in Joshua's case, but also when uh, we look at the eye of the needle, when we come out the other side, you think, oh, we're in the land of peace. Well, then what I didn't say was then James Giles did say to us, and we we feel that too, is that then there'll be a a reloading of the saddle and everything back on the camel in the right way. And and that's what we're saying tonight is, Lord, reload us in your way. Re reestablish us, reestablish the things that you want us to be as a kingdom culture, a kingdom church, releasing the power and the presence of God, walking in health and strength and love and yeah. incredible character and wisdom and all of those amazing things. But to do all that, we need the supernatural touch yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Because if you know anything, you know that a church cannot achieve those things without the Holy Spirit. You just can't. A person can't. I can't. You can't. So we need his touch to help bear his fruit. Yeah. And so that's what we want to 
pray over it, but Karen's got a couple of things just to specifically, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll just share a couple of things. Why don't you stand and just stretch your legs a little bit? And <laughs> Maybe Zeph, if you come and just um, play guitar for a little bit, yeah. That's good. We love you, Zeph. Don't we love, we love you, Zeph. You're amazing. Ha. So there just there were two things that I just felt um, from the Lord that I'll share tonight, and um, you know we'll invite everyone forward if you just want prayer as well. But if this is you, we just really invite you to come forward. We'd love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you as well. And I just felt the Lord saying that there there are some of us who have become battle weary, and you know it is hard going through many battles over an extended period of time. And um, it's actually something that, you know, is, is fairly normal when you're going through a rough time. And that there are some who become battle weary, but they will find their strength to pick up their swords again. And I just felt the Lord saying that, you know, he's wooing us back into that secret place with him. He's wooing us back into that place. And in that place, many will find their strength and, will, and their swords will, swords will be sharp, sharpened as they step forward again. And I just felt the Lord saying that he is he's releasing fresh encouragement and fresh strength, especially for those who have been through a battle, battle season. So if that's you, we invite you to come forward in a little bit and we would just love to pray for you. And the other thing I felt is that there are some of us who've been um, maybe in, in just the current season or maybe in maybe even over years, have just been seeking the Lord for fresh revelation on identity. Who am I? Who am I, God? Who have you created me to be? Who am I in you and who are you in me? A fresh revelation of identity. And I felt the Lord saying that, that this year, many people will know what it is to be clothed in royal splendor. And I felt the Lord saying that he, he just wants to clothe us in royal splendor. And in that royal splendor is just a fresh release of revelation of identity and security. And I just sensed in that that there would be um, shame and disappointment that would just melt away. So if that's you, we just invite you to come forward as well in a little bit. But we also just sense that there's a, a fresh revelation of his love that he's pouring out and that he's just going to sweep through the body of Christ with, with incredible hope and refreshing. And um, I just sense the Lord saying that his love is going to come like a sweet summer breeze that will blow through his church and awaken his bride. And I just love that. We just love that. And, um, yeah, it's encouraging. Yeah, so the way we'll do this is basically smorgasbord style. So we've shared a few things, and you just come and pick and choose whatever is relevant for you, for your spiritual appetite. Is that okay? And there may be others who are just hungry for a fresh touch for this year and to receive. And so we, we want to just ask the Holy Spirit to do that tonight. And um, so you, you begin to come forward if you want to respond to that. And yeah. And for those who are, are just seeking the Lord for fresh anointing and fresh filling, something that we've learned and we continue to learn is that it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by His Spirit. And we need Him. 
and to just receive that fresh filling and that fresh anointing for this year. Oh, he is so good. <laughs> so yeah, we invite you to come and we might even ask Christy if you'll just come up and, and worship as well. And then we'll just love, just love to pray for you tonight. Thanks for joining us on the Harvest Australia podcast. For more information and events in the life of Harvest Australia Church, please visit harvestaustralia.org.